Hey, Spin and Backfist listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. All right, welcome back to the Spin and Backfist MMA show. It is Robbie Fox, Big Ev, and Jack Mack once again here with Sage Northcutt and his cat, by the way. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see his cat there. (laughs) Second time Sage has joined the show ahead of 1-165 where he will make his return. Sage, how you doing? What's up, guys? I'm doing good. Apparently my cat's doing good, too. Yeah, what's your cat's name? Uh, Gucci. Yeah, she's she's adorable. She's pretty funny. I love it. I love it. We were just talking. This is your first time fighting in Japan. Have you ever been to Japan? Actually, yeah. I went to Japan about a month ago uh, just to announce the fight. First time ever. It's one of the coolest countries I've been to and uh, look forward to fighting there. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's not that long since you last fought. As soon as you were done with that fight, did you know you wanted to get back in the cage pretty quickly? Yeah, I did. I actually was going to get back sooner the end of last year of 2023, but I had like a little nagging injury that I was dealing with before my uh, last fight. So just got that healed up and got this fight set up. That's awesome. Yeah, this is a, yeah. this is an exciting card overall. Like the entire card top to bottom is really good. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be super exciting. Besides the fight, what's the thing you're looking forward to most in Tokyo? Any, any experiences or anything yeah. you get to do while you're out there at all? Oh, yeah. You know it. After this fight, I'm planning on going all over the city. I've uh, been looking like Shibuya. Uh, down in Ariaki is like kind of where the area where the fight is, but just a bunch of different areas to go try food. So kind of trying out the culture, eating some good sushi, some good ramen. Uh, they got crazy desserts out there. So just that's what I'm really looking forward to. The yeah. excitement. You can just feel, oh I, we God, can feel yeah. your excitement, uh, which is <laughs> awesome because I mean, Japan fight card sounds amazing. Tokyo and then the food. That's, that would be the biggest draw for yeah, me. Yeah. Especially while you're, you're cutting weight, you're trying to stay in shape. But yeah. You're looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel. All the Japanese <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. desserts. Man. How, how is, uh, how is, your weight cuts bent do you uh dread it or is it more something that you have a science that you have it down to perfectly well you know the ufc i used to cut a lot of weight uh for one championship you have to be hydrated so i kind of walk around pretty light close to my weight class so not, nothing too crazy but i eat clean mostly 24 7 all the time so afterwards it'll be fun to go out and have some i guess some junk food or or splurge a little bit or maybe all you can eat sushi or eat a bunch of ramen so that's, yeah, that's pretty much uh, going to be nice. Do you feel a big difference in the cage because of one championship's hydration testing and whatnot than you did in the UFC? Is there like a noticeable difference in fight week and all of that? Yeah, I think there is quite a bit of a difference. You know, you look at the stats too of one championship and they have one of the highest finishing rates out of any league in the world. So 
compared to other leagues, majority of their fights are finishes. And it probably has to do with being hydrated, um, having more water, uh, water in your muscles, just have a little more energy, um, a little more cardio, conditioning. I think it really affects your performance better. I want to actually, when we you've interviewed with these two, mm -hmm. and I did not get to go to that interview, but I wanted to, when I heard we were interviewing you, I wanted to actually ask you about your time in high school down in Texas. You went to Katie High, right? I did. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I, I, I wanted to, obviously, you're in like that Dallas or more like Texas area that's looking as, it's obviously football. Did you ever... Right. Did you play football? I, I tried to look it up. I couldn't really find any exact information. Obviously, wrestling, football, whatnot, it all comes together. But did you play football right. or no? No, I didn't. I did before high school, just a little bit. But uh, in high school, I was I was traveling around the world for kickboxing and karate tournaments. And then I started grappling. Yeah, yeah so I was traveling on national teams. I didn't get a chance to play football in high school. But I know Katie High School was – I think they were the state champs, like the most out of any – any high school, I think, in Texas, like the most amount of times, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it's it, it has a illustrious history. Obviously, we're on MMA podcast, but I also do a lot in college football, high school football, and whatnot. And when I realized you went to Katie, I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Because obviously, you think about the football players that went there. But did you ever want to play football? Obviously, you played in middle school. It was that one of those, oh, man, I wish I got to play high school football feelings or no? Man, definitely. Absolutely. You know, I... You know, I have a lot of athleticism, and it definitely would have been fun because I had friends that played. But uh, maybe like a running back or something, I would have been cool. But yeah, especially going to I could see him a slot receiver. You said wide receiver. There you go. Yeah, slot wide receiver, like a little. Like, I was thinking like a safety. Ah, uh, he would be. You'd be a hard hitting safety. <laughs> maybe get some more size to some of that. You would some of that size and aggression. And then exactly, you went to Texas A and M. Do you still? feel like you're an Aggie or I know you ended up leaving to pursue MMA full time, but do you find yourself on Saturdays watching Texas A&M football? You know, I haven't watched too much football recently. Uh, I need to watch some more because it's been a little bit. I've been so focused on this fight coming up and traveling so much, but, but yeah, definitely still an Aggie. Uh, I know I never graduated with my engineering degree because I, I, I pursued fighting professionally full time, but but I would say Nagy for sure. 100%. You picked the right time. They've been struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you picked yeah, a good time. Yeah. Uh, new good coach. I mean, how, maybe next year. Think yeah, maybe. That. Yeah. <laughs> maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is good that you're you're fighting like what two weeks before the Super Bowl as well, so you could get into football no, then after. No, it's exactly. no, Super, oh, Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got the, my Super Bowl timeline mixed up. Are you yeah. Are you guys having a big party for Super Bowl, or what are you guys doing? Always a little get together. Yeah. You always with the family. Yeah. Yeah, they have some good go, food. go home with the old, watch with the old man. Nice. Are you a big Super Bowl party guy or no? Man, my family always watched Super Bowl growing up. Uh, definitely, mostly it's always been like families, families getting together, um, having good food, watching. But uh, I haven't, haven't really got to. Uh, I feel like the last, the last Super Bowl, um, I was in a training camp or, or trained to get ready for a fight and didn't get a chance to really have a party for it. Well, there you go. This, this time is going to give you the opportunity. I actually exactly. have a few cards here. We we do a game here at Barstool called Answer the Internet. It's like a card game that's sold in stores and everything. Okay. Just tons of random questions from the internet, and I'd like to get a couple of your answers. So first All one right. here is, if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would you choose? Dang, that's a tough one. Man, anybody dead or alive, I, yep. I mean, 
Well, I mean, that's an easy pick for me. I, I would say if I could sit down and have dinner with Jesus Christ, that'd be that'd be the thing to do. That'd be mm. definitely the most most wanted thing I'd want. I thought you were going to uh, George Washington with the uh, 1776 uh, shirt oh, yeah. on, maybe. <laughs> you could go to a dinner one. back then, yeah. but that's a great answer as well. You don't want to be looking at his teeth, though. That's a good point. What was that? You know, when you're at his, dinner. You don't want to be teeth. looking at George Washington's teeth while you're at dinner. The wooden teeth, that's right. no good. This question, for most people, I think has a very low number. But for you, I don't know what the number could be. It's how many push-ups can you do? If you just drop down and started Ooh. doing push-ups, what's the number where you quit? Push-ups with no break? Yeah. Oh man, easy a couple hundred for sure. Maybe if yeah. I was if I was rested without training for the day, I had a good meal. Maybe I had some ramen or something. I bet you I could probably do four or five hundred. Probably four hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I would, I would, yep, That's crazy. I think so. Yeah. Based off of that, a little bit more back to the MMA. Obviously, I was thinking after uh, 400, 500 push-ups, like the lactic acid build up, build up, like in your like arms must be crazy. Chest too. Do you ever feel that when you're training? Obviously, when we look at a guy that's like obviously your aesthetics amazing, and you have like one of the best. Like that's always been the Sage Northcutt uh, selling point. But sometimes Joe Rogan loves to bring it up. It's like, man, that lactic acid build up is that overblown, or do, have you always had to adjust to that? Man, the thing is, is my training, um, especially having my, my dad as one of my coaches, uh, he knows a lot about powerlifting, about working out. It's been very explosive. So, like, I love, like, squat, bench, deadlift, those kind of exercises, but we have a lot of explosive stuff that we do to prevent that lactic acid buildup. So, um, even though even though I might have good muscle definition and shape, they have incredible cardio. Awesome, awesome. That's, yep. that's an awesome answer. Another answer the internet one for you here. Right. What's the best Halloween costume you've ever worn? Best Halloween costume? I think, you know, I don't remember the last time I uh, dressed up for Halloween because I, I don't really do too much on Halloween. But I know one time I did dress up as a, a ninja and, and had some samurai swords. And I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of fit, kind of fit the theme. Ninja always swords. plays on Halloween, yeah. Especially yeah. ninja yeah, like pirate, like a real life ninja. Yeah, yeah you're like pretty much. <laughs> like you're a ninja. <laughs> uh, this one. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. What would you do for a talent show act? So we'll take fighting out of it. Like, you can't fight for okay. a talent. But what okay. else would you do? If I could choose anything or, like, anything. if I had to go. One of your talents, yeah. Oh, man. Maybe some kind of feat, feat of strength. Like, I have a pretty 500 push-ups, yeah. <laughs> that's if i'm fresh maybe 400 if i'm fresh but maybe like rolling frying pans or or breaking something some kind of metal i don't know flipping something that's super incredibly heavy some kind of feat of strength maybe have you done that before roll the frying pan up oh yeah that is it's not the hardest thing what? yeah definitely <laughs> what about <laughs> let's say i think it's pretty hard I don't... <laughs> what if i gave you a cast iron skillet could you do a cast iron skillet all right, I've I've actually tried a cast iron skillet. Uh, I think my brother my brother gave me one, and that's hard to that's hard to roll up. Like 
a normal frying pan, <laughs> I could roll up like a taco. Cast iron skillet, you can bend it, but not not roll it up the same. Well, I, I was going to clarify. what I'm glad you did it before I asked. I was going to clarify what exactly you meant by rolling up. By literally you, just you roll, roll it up, just yeah, rolling yeah, just it up, rolling it up like a little taco, but. <laughs> he's talking about it like it's a friday night like oh yeah i did that like or like friday afternoon yeah. at lunch you're a freak of nature right? that's that's outrageous <laughs> that's crazy um if you could be a part of one tv show which tv show would you put sage northcutt into that's a good question oh that's a that's a tough one part of a tv show hmm probably something to do with action i don't know i like i like shows with the action in it so maybe some kind of like superhero show Oh, you could definitely be in a superhero show. They got GSP in the Marvel Universe. You could be next. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool. That would be cool. I like Marvel. I like that. Um, what's What's the best song? This one just says. What's your favorite song? Favorite song? That's a tough one. You know, I'm really bad at song names. So I can't really <laughs> name songs. Up and that's I don't know why. I don't really remember song names. But I know like uh, kind of like old like classic rock music. Like Red Hot, or even even stuff like Red Hot Chili Peppers or uh, Pink Floyd, that those kind of songs. I, I feel like growing up in Texas, those were always played quite a bit. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yep. I like that. I like that. If you could write a message in a bottle that wouldn't be open for a hundred years, what would you write? Dang, these are good questions, man. <laughs> Let's glad. see. Let's see. What would I write? It's gonna be opened in a hundred years. It's gotta be gotta be something i mean if you look at okay if we look back 100 years right now back in the past you look at like how much technology's gone up and inventions and then you look at like something like even like an old classic car or something like now all of a sudden it's been like 50 60 years and those are so much worth and value so i don't know something that wouldn't be around it'd be like something scarce that that wouldn't really be around the same 100 years from now i would write something about that i don't know what it'd be I, did, I put some thought into it, but yeah. I like that. I like that. And then I got one here. Would you I, rather be able to have wings or be able to breathe underwater? Dang. Probably. Well, majority of the world is supposed to be uh, covered in water, right? But I feel like having right. wings, having wings, that's, man, you can fly anywhere. Probably wings. Majority of the world is also covered in air. I, I think the wings are more practical. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. I think the wings is the right choice. Yeah. I think wings like you could do sure. party tricks with the like going underwater and stuff, but flying, you could, especially Stage really? could have like take people on flights with them because <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. could have one like, uh, like someone on your, yeah, you're super, yeah, yeah. And and with the exactly. flying too, you think like the with the underwater, you could you need water to do that. Like flying, yeah. you can do anywhere. Yeah, you, know, you got to find. You a can pool. fly above water too. You can fly exactly anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, it's all yeah. air. Definitely wings. All right. Well, that, that, was, that was answer the internet. We appreciate you for answering some out of the box, strange, non MMA related questions. I was like, what's uh, give her, give us your, uh, give us your top five fighters. Curious. Top five fight. Okay. Uh, probably my brother of all time. Or you, know, you don't have to put them in order, but I like, okay. So you mentioned GSP earlier. I got to train with him quite a bit. Mm -hmm. He's definitely up there. Um, he seemed like a good guy too. Uh, Uriah Faber, one of my coaches, UFC Hall of Famer. Oof. He's he's awesome. Um, my brother-in-law, Raymond Daniels, married to my sister. He's he's one of the best karate martial artists in the world. Um, one of the best kickboxers in the world. Most craziest knockouts. You, I don't know if you ever talked to him before, but if you did an interview with him, he's he's a cool guy. Um, maybe 
martial artist, maybe, or fighter, maybe Bruce Lee. I know he's not really mm. around. Okay, he's yeah. Not around anymore, but that would be cool. And then another one, I had a, I had a buddy. Um, he's no longer around, but his name was Donald Vickers. He was, he was a really good fighter back in the day. I grew up uh, training and competing with him, and that'd be probably another one. Oh, that, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How much do you learn from, you know, we hear the phrase in MMA all the time, you either win or you learn. That's a like, classic John Cavanaugh. You, you know, he says that. How much did you learn from training with some of the guys you just mentioned? Man, you learn so much. You know, it's, it's crazy. You got to like in training sessions for me, it's not always about winning the training session. You have to put yourself in bad positions and that's where you really get a lot of experience and learning because you get to try new things and, uh, and that's where it comes in handy, having great coaches, great teammates, training partners. Yeah, no, I believe that. Yeah. Uriah Faber also, you mentioned, one of the best coaches in MMA history, one of the most notable coaches in MMA history. What was the biggest thing that you took away from training with him and learning from him? Man, hey, sorry about the cat. The cat's photobombing. No, don't apologize. Oh, the cat's no, welcome. The cat, yeah, more than Gucci's <laughs> yeah, always this, cat, yeah. this, cat's, this cat's hilarious. So... I would say one of the biggest things I learned from Uriah Faber, he talks about it all the time, is being consistent. So you see the most progress made when you're in there, being consistent all the time. And you see people that have like waves where they'll, they'll go like one hard day, but yet they'll skip four or five days of practice. And then back to another hard day, you can make progress, but if you're slowly chipping away, those people rise to the top. So being consistent. I would say, obviously you've had, you, obviously you've had a, this kind of like a crazy journey, UFC to now, and you feel like you've done so much, and you're so young. You're only 27. What do you, what do you want your career to look like when it's all said and done? Man, I want to be the the champion for one championship, and uh, I want to be one of the most exciting fighters. So I feel like I'm just kind of on the brink of. Uh, I just returned. I had my first fight back after like four years. I'm very young still, and I feel like there's so much progress I've made in the gym. And in my training that I can't wait to show out there. So I feel like uh, being the champion and definitely being exciting. Have you always been a cat guy or is it new? <laughs> you know, um, I, I really like dogs, but I travel so okay. much. So cats are easy because you can leave for a couple of days and leave a litter box down or something. But, but yeah, this cat, this cat's crazy. I got to post a video. This cat can jump. Like easily if I put something on top of my head, the cat can jump on top of my head. Like the height, the, the oh amount gosh. of spring the cat has, it's so athletic. Well, that's good. It's like a Sage Northcutt cat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You see it parkour. <laughs> I love that. Well, obviously, the fight is happening on January 28th, 1-165. It's an amazing card, top to bottom, like I mentioned. It's in Tokyo. So if you're going to be in Tokyo, if you're a spinning backfist fan, yeah. it's going to be in Tokyo at the time. Go see Sage Northcutt fight live. If not, obviously, you'll be able to watch on all of one's channels. So... Check it out, one one sixty five Sage Northcut. Thank you very much for joining the program once again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you guys can't make it, obviously Japan's pretty far away. Um, <laughs> I know, like you were mentioning, everyone can watch it. It's global pay per view. You can watch it watch onefc.com. So definitely want to watch the fight. I've been training hard. It's gonna be really good. Yeah, we're excited to see. We'll be rooting for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys.